episode 54 of podcast neil and mike back for another week unlike pcr tests this podcast will remain free <laughs> you don't say in hell so uh, neil as we've talked about in the past neil and i usually converse the day of the podcast a few hours before we chat yeah what we're going to talk about and so i asked neil i was the one that prompted the conversation this week and neil came came up to bat and had some topics and one of them being um what's happening in saskatchewan right now well direct quote i said political fuckery literal and i interpreted that as what's happening in saskatchewan right now Uh, yeah and so trying to be a somewhat professional co-host of a podcast yeah. I asked Neil for some sources of information to help educate me on what's happening in Saskatchewan because I'm here in Ontario. Yeah, um, that's fair. And you you absolutely um, categorize what's happening in Saskatchewan right now as political fuckery correctly. Yeah. So I, I, I'm an outsider looking in. For those that are not aware of what's going on, why don't you give a brief synopsis of, as to what's happening? In- um, well, our government has given up. That's pretty much it. They, yeah. They're mailing it in. Yep. They no longer seem to believe that anybody's lives matter. That's, that's all there is to it. No lives matter. Yep. Um, you are no longer able to get a PCR test if you are symptomatic, unless you go to a private lab and pay for it yourself out of pocket. The only people that are able to get a PCR test for free from the province are a very select group of people. It's very limited. But just, you know, me or Mike off the street or any random person off the street, unless you fall into one of these very strict guidelines, if you're just starting to feel iffy and you're wondering if you have COVID and you're concerned about it, too bad. You have to go pay out of pocket. It's going to cost you anywhere from two to 250 bucks to get the test. Even if you're pretty sure it's not covid but you still want to get tested anyway because you want it on your health records as a responsible adult and or you are mandated based on something that you are preparing to do yeah or for travel you know whatever the case may be yeah yeah exactly you have to pay out of pocket for it so that was announced today And by the end of the month, at the latest, the vaccine passports are going to be gone. Bye-bye. Yeah, gone. You're done, to quote Dan O'Toole. So here's the thing for me. Like, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, especially with what's happening in Ottawa and just the general kind of pulse check. I guess, of the country. Um, and so much talk about like all the provinces starting to be like dominoes in terms of like, we're going to take away the vaccine passport and things like that. 
Does anybody want a vaccine passport? Absolutely not. Does anybody want restrictions and mandates and all that shit? Absolutely not. But there's a fucking reason we we're doing it. And it's yes, does it go against our ability to go and do stuff? Yes. But at the end of the day, it's so our fucking healthcare system doesn't fucking collapse. And it's not, it's not for shits and giggles. It's not for no, it's not because anybody wants to do this. It's literally because we are at such a high capacity everywhere that we can't handle taking care of people. Like it's, it's affecting our ability. It's affecting surgeries for cancer patients and all of like, it's, this is the primary reason we're doing it. If you want to get pissed, get pissed at the fucking past governments that have squandered any fucking tax money that we've all paid towards our healthcare system. Like get pissed there. Yep. Or get, get, get pissed at the people that are not following the rules right now. 100%. And are still putting people at risk. Yes. Sorry. That is, that's, and that is part of the broader issue. Like it has been scientifically proven that if you have one and or two and or three shots of any vaccine part, like the Moderna, the Pfizer, or whatever, um, you are less likely to be hospitalized. And which less likely very, to transmit it. And less likely to transmit which is a very good thing considering our healthcare system in every province is like on the verge of collapse or has collapsed. Now, could somebody please explain that to our premier here who seems to think for some reason, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. He has physically said these words. It doesn't change the fact that it's going to like, you're going to transmit it anyway. Fair. Like, and he's like, well, I got, I'm fully vaxxed and I got it. And you know, Trudeau is vaxxed and he got it motherfucker you can it's like getting the flu you get the flu shot the flu shot i didn't learn this until a while ago is really a shot against a whole bunch of what they perceive to be possible variants of the flu for that specific what they're expecting to be the top like four to six straight for that year can you still get the flu hell yes absolutely but does it protect you against potential other things or does it, does it make it less likely that you will have severe symptoms? Yes. It's not like there's no, like people are, I think I get so pissed off that people think that getting vaccinated is a silver bullet. It's not a silver bullet, but here's the thing. There've been multiple doctors and epidemiologists on pick the news station, throw a rock and hit one that have said that this will help reduce transmissions as well. Yes. Why he's choosing to ignore this right now makes no sense scientifically. The only reason it makes sense is politically. Yes. Well, what started him down this path earlier this week? It's all political. Um, He's backing the truckers. Exactly. He put out that letter uh, the weekend that this weekend passed when the rally started. He doubled down on it on Monday. And realistically, the party is losing footing to the Maverick party here provincially, which is the wet former Wexit party. Right. They're bleeding votes to the Wexit party, which is even more right wing. Yeah. They want to stop the bleeding there because they know if they don't come the next election in 2024, it's going to be a three-way race. It's going to be them, Maverick, and NDP. 
there's going to be two conservative parties, them and the MAG party. They're going to split that conservative vote. Yep. Odds are NDP is going to step in. So they're trying to stop the hemorrhaging right now. Yep. They're trying to appeal to that far right base. But by doing that, they're abandoning the center. And it's really hard in Canada to stay elected and get elected if you're not maintaining that center. Even if you look at our federal government, realistically, with a few exceptions on the social aspects of it, if you look at just, say, like some of the meat and potatoes of it, there's not that much difference policy-wise in terms of the liberals and the conservatives. They, are, they have quite a bit in common. Yeah, where they have a lot of differences are on some of the social aspects yes. of their policies. Yes. But they both gravitate towards the middle. Yep. And that's exactly why Errol got the boot this week, which there's a certain eloquence to the fact that the truckers went there to get Trudeau booted and O'Toole <laughs> ends up getting the boot. And then we've got Murphy Brown. The oh, God. Wearing camo hat supporter. Coming in as the interim leader. Yeah. And that's a whole other thing. It's so rich, man. It's so rich. And and here's the kicker, ultimately. Six months from now, whatever, they're going to have another leadership convention. Right? And right now, uh, what Peter, whatever, Pierre, fuck with, is going to get it. And he's a scary fucker, too. What if uh, Fordsy here in Ontario decides to throw his cap in? Fuck. It's, dude. Like, he won here. Like, maybe not, I don't want to say comfortably, but he won here. But he won, yeah. Let's just play it out, though. Like, realistically. In the next four to six months, let's say closer to six, probably by the time the party gets their shit together, they're going to have another leadership convention. They're going to vote for their next leader. And that person will be voted on by, you know, the standing or members um, of that party. Right. Good. Whoever it is that gets that. Okay. They will be the like 17th leader of that party in the last like five years. Okay. If Trudeau's smart, he calls an election within six months of that happening. That party is not going to have a shit together. No, 100%. Within a year. 100%. They're bleeding votes right now to the PPC. So sad. I'm sorry. It if is. You're, if you're a supporter of the PPC who listens to us, which I don't think. Anybody. First off, fuck you. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think anybody listens. No. I, no, but seriously, like if you just even look at the last election results, they are bleeding votes to the PPC party yeah. federally. Yes. Um, so that vote's already getting split. It's going to be even more so with how things are shifting right now. And right. then add on top of the fact that they are so diver- divided right now as a party themselves. They've got a new leader. They're not going to have time to get a, a secure platform in place. They get everything like secured on their side to try and unify that party. If the liberals know if they're going to do anything, they call an election within six months of that new leader getting named. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, then it becomes like, and then I think the vote becomes like an ideological one. Yeah. And that's it exactly. And that's where it's going to be interesting with the PCs as to what I like, what do they become now? Like the, the arrow tool PCs was fucking a joke, like an absolute joke. Stephen Harper hate the guy like, but like a vanilla pot, like a vanilla kind of politician, you knew what you were getting with him. And you could see that, like, yeah, he was the fucking leader of the conservatives. And, like, he, he, the thing with Harper is he hid his bullshit for the most part. That's why he got a lot. He, he put his conservative stuff out there. But his social aspects and what his beliefs were and all that, he hid that for the most part. But as a society, we weren't really talking about it nearly as much as we are now, which is, no, that's crazy. Actually, when, but, you, like, when you say that, that's crazy. Like, what would a Stephen Harper-led government look like right now? I don't even want to think about it, honestly. Like, how how ideological are we becoming at that point? Like, how? Like, I don't know. It super intriguing. Super. But if you look at the CPC party as it is right now, like there are there are your hardcore fiscal conservatives. They are socially liberal, but they are fiscal conservative, and yep. that's what they're there for. Yeah. Then you've got the the ones that are both socially and fiscally conservative yeah but then you also have the ones that are conspiracy theorists i hate to say it and then on top of that you get the ones that are far right wing and it's no wonder that party is not functioning right now that it is so split and so divided yeah it's It's, there's no way they're going to get that fixed unless a miracle happens in the next few months well, if you want to see what that party looks like, look at the the contingent of who's popu- who's protesting in Ottawa right now. Look at the types of people that you're attracting. I don't like. Don't give me this fucking bullshit that like, oh, because we're a massive group, we're inherently going to have bad people come. No, that's don't bullshit. Think, yeah, yeah. Don't see Nazis at like a Black Lives Matter event. No. It's the whole, it's the old, it's the old cliche. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Exactly. Well, exactly. Like it's your messaging, what you propose, what you want to be, which ultimately turned into like them wanting to overthrow the government, which (laughs) hilarious in itself, like nothing to do with vaccine mandates, nothing like literally like we need to overthrow the Senate, the house of commons, the the federal government or the, the prime minister and the, these, these motherfuckers can't even find a toilet to shit in they're shitting in snowbanks yet somehow they think they're going to overthrow all levels of federal government yeah what the fuck are they smoking i don't know i don't know man it's 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 been such an eye-opening thing to see it happen at home I think because like for the longest time as a country and you, we've talked about this, I think last week or a few weeks ago, the, like these, the tensions that we have now as a society have always kind of been there, but they've been there kind of lurking in the shadows or you've seen them in small towns and it doesn't yeah. really expand out. And now it's like, we're seeing what we've always looked at at the U S is like this U S politicized environment and people's, opinions and their thoughts 
and their beliefs and all of that are more out in the open than ever now. And the line between like personal beliefs and politics is just so muted that you like, it's just, it all intertwines when you're talking about anything that that's happening as a society today. What gets me, I mean, based on what, everything that you just said, it kind of plays into why O'Toole got booted. The guy that led the vote to get O'Toole booted did so because they were out of the country when the vote on conversion therapy was taking place. So even though it was a unanimous vote, they weren't there to have their vote cast. They didn't count it as a missing vote. They just counted it, you know, the vote wasn't there to be cast. It was a non-vote. This person took offense to that. They really wanted to vote against the bill. Right. They wanted to allow conversion therapy to continue. Okay. So this is the person that started off the, this petition within the party or whatever it is to get O'Toole booted. Now, they cited other things as well, such as how mid-campaign during the last election, O'Toole, you know, kind of went about face on the carbon tax. And there was the about face on guns. And there was a couple other things that they mentioned. He went more center. He went towards the center. And that was not the bad move. That was the smart move because you know that's ultimately what's going to get you elected. But now I would say that was a huge mistake because I think ultimately what that side of the political equation wants is a Donald Trump style mouthpiece. Yeah. And that's when I think someone like Doug Ford, it's not unheard of. Yeah. It'll never be Doug Ford. It'll, it'll never be Scott Moe. It'll never be Jason Kenney. Because they have to learn French. <laughs> you cannot be prime minister and not be bilingual. It's true. Could you imagine Doug Ford? Trying to do a, pre- a press crom- a press conference bilingually, he he couldn't even read the back of a box of cornflakes in French. I just no, no. So why there's some we things elect, we don't have why to worry. We elect idiots. What's that George Carlin thing? A person is reasonable. <laughs> a group of people are, are scared, you know, and stupid, something along those lines. Oh, man. I was thinking about this earlier tonight before we jumped on that, like, I've never, I never feel like I've given like my full opinion on a political yeah. side of things. Like I've kind of leaned towards certain areas, but never really given it. You, I've always appreciated just how open you are with like, with everything and i think it it probably helps that i agree with pretty much everything you're saying so it's like i love it um but when we're but i knew when we were going to talk tonight and like normally we have these downer conversations 
and we talk about it being a downer conversation. I don't think this has been a downer conversation. I think it's been a very like conversation. Oh, it's more of a rage uh, one than a downer. But yeah. like I've I've felt more open talking about this stuff tonight than I ever have, which is really nice. And yeah. I think it's just because like it's hitting that point where I'm reading about what's happening in Saskatchewan. I'm reading about what's happening in Ottawa. I'm reading about what's about to happen in Toronto this weekend, where apparently the Toronto police is warning nurses and doctors not to wear their police garb to work so they're not targeted by fucking people. Like, yeah. what, what the fuck is that about? Like, two years ago, we were standing out on our porches or whatever applauding these people. Because they're fucking putting poison into us. Fucking hell. Like, that's, like, it's just, it's it's to the point of ridiculousness. Like I, it's hard not to think about it. It's hard not to relate to it. It's hard not to like, just have an opinion about it now. Yeah. It's like, and like we, like I, dude, I, I still stand by this. What we talked about last week, I honestly think our political landscape is completely going to change. It's going to change completely when this is not said and done, but I think it's happening. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm going to put this out there because I mean, I've got quite a few friends that would label themselves as conservatives, but they would label themselves as the fiscal conservatives, uh, but the social liberal. side, yeah, they yeah. are liberal. I can completely respect that. Me too. Because there's nothing wrong with that. There's, it's one thing for the government to want to try and manage money, but it's another them for them thing for them to try and manage who you want to love or what goes on in your bedroom or what goes on. There's no need for that. Yeah. So I can at least respect to a certain degree, the fiscal conservative, but socially liberal. Yeah. It's the other conservatives that have to get their nose into everything. They want small government, but big populism, essentially. The ones that are pro-conversion therapy. Yeah. Pro, say, more guns. Yep. Pro everything that's just wrong socially. Yep. Yep. Those are the ones that we need to be worried about. Yep. Yeah, I, I remember someone telling me when I was younger, I think in my early 20s, I've always been a very left-leaning liberal guy, and I still am, like, very much so. Um, but he's like, as you get a job and start to come up and you build a family, you will 100% become more fiscally conservative than fiscally liberal. And I totally get it. Like, I get it. I totally, like, it's just like, but as you make more money, the more money you gets taken away from the, like, not taken away, but it goes towards the government. However. I also look at that as being like very fortunate that I'm able to contribute back to society so that people who don't necessarily have the privilege that I have or are afforded some of the privilege that I'm, that I have, have the opportunity to do the same things that I can give to Carrie that I can give to Kim or whatnot. I was, I was about to say the exact same thing. I get where that person's coming from. I've heard it all my life too. Yeah. But the reality is, I don't agree with it. Like I'm still of the same left-leaning mindset 
as I was, maybe even more so yeah. than I was 20 years ago. I see the taxes come off my paycheck. I don't mind it because I know in my mind that these taxes are going towards things like healthcare. Yes. Those taxes could be the difference between somebody going to a hospital and getting a transplant or not. Yeah. Or I know that corrupt. it's yeah. I know it's going to go to social programs where somebody might be able to go in and get some help like for a mental health issue that they might not be able to afford otherwise. I know it's going towards things like infrastructure yeah. and things like that. Okay, so you're taking some taxes from me. Am I going to take advantage of those programs? No, but I know they're there for me in the long run if I need them. Absolutely. Agreed. That's, I, that's like, uh, I, yeah. 100% agree with you. Like, it's, I've noticed it, especially in the last year and a half, like one of the things I have to do working for myself is that when I get paid, I have to put the tax money away myself. And it's really, it's very eye opening to look at your bank account and see how much tax money you've put away. Like, yeah. how real that is. Like, oh, it's real. real. Yeah. Um, very, very real, but this is like where the, the left side of who I am always comes back and says, this is going to make, if everyone benefits, then I benefit. If people are able to have access to things then I benefit because then you don't have issues by people not having access to things. Exactly. It's. That's what a, a society is. That's what, which is why, why I think the the trucker thing bugs me more than a lot of other things right now because it is more of that American mindset where it's my freedoms. Yeah, it's it's more about you know fuck you guys. I'm worried about me. Yeah, it's my freedoms, and it's, that's it. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. <sighs> so. Anyway, that's the political half of the show. Um, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to do our happiness check-in. Yes. And we're going to bring back a segment that we have not done in some time. As well, I promised it last week. I have a bit of an announcement that I'm going to make. It includes photos that are going to be posted this weekend. But I also require some help. Yes. And we'll talk about that in the second half. Cannot wait. So we will be back. All right. All right. So we are back from the break. And we're going to try for the second week in, our, uh, in a row here to do our happiness check-in. Is you happy? You got to be happy. You got to be 100%. Everybody, sing along! Is you happy? You got to be happy. You got to be 100%. I suppose. your boots, mine, you copacetic. We got to come up with a better name for this segment. Yeah, it can't um, be happiness check-in. It's got to be something, something that elicits happiness. We'll figure something out. All right. But for now, 
Mike, what made you happy this week? So so far, so far, yes, it is Thursday, the February third, as we record this right now. Um, it, I guess it's more of a professional happiness that happened this week. Um, starting early in the week, I started the process of incorporating my business. Nice, which is kind of crazy to think that, like, I did that over the course of a year. Um, so yeah, working with my with my accountant on starting that process and getting the right information together and coming up with like a formal business name and all that stuff. So very kind of self-proud, I think this week, just of for good reason. Yeah. For just happy, I'm proud of myself for taking it this far and yeah. getting to a point where as a business financially, it makes sense to, to incorporate. So that's awesome. Good for you. Thanks, man. Bit of an undertaking too, I can imagine. Mm. It will be. A lot of information needs to go back and forth. And I have to start tracking things a lot differently and yeah. spending things a lot differently and uh, all that stuff. So it'll be, it's a lot of unknown for me, but I like, I'm really fortunate to have a really good relationship with my accountant who, um, I'll mention some stuff to you after this about who. Oh yeah, for sure. You'll know him. Yeah, I think you'll know him. Um, just having having someone who's been there and done that, who you can relate to, makes it a whole lot easier. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Good for you. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Well, my first one. Um, I made it home safe the other night. During yes, that Alberta did. Clipper. Oh <laughs> my God. That made me happy when I finally pulled into my garage. That was an ordeal and a half. Um, what is usually not that long of a drive turned into an hour and 45 minutes. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I saw minimum 12 to 15 cars hit the ditch. Oh, and which is kind of to be inspected of expected in weather like that. Like it was the craziest thing. And you talk to anyone from here, that storm that came through the other day, like it was the weirdest thing. The roads actually weren't bad. You could see, say the center line and that was your guide. Right. But the visibility, like there were times where I couldn't see more than 20 feet in front of me. So getting to the point where I was able to pull into the garage and turn off my vehicle, the white knuckles start to just, Oh, and just relax a bit. That made me extremely happy. Um, Knowing that I was home for the evening. I didn't have to go anywhere the next day if I didn't, didn't want to. And I made it home before the highways got closed. Cause not even a half an hour later, Almost every highway from the middle of the province south got closed. And I sent you the screenshot. Yeah, you did. That looked like fucking arteries with blood just red everywhere. (laughs) I had never seen anything. Like, I've seen some highways closed with the storm, but not like that. No, that was significant, man. So to get home in time, that was crazy. I'm so glad I left when I did. Yeah. 
And I'm glad that a lot of people, it sounds like, and even some of the people that like I deal with on Twitter on a regular basis, for the most part, got home safe. Uh, it might have taken them a lot longer than usual. Some of them had to camp out at work, um, but they got home safe ultimately. So yeah. I'm glad it, it could have been a lot worse. Yes. So let's just leave it at that. Yes. So, Very did good. you have another one? Did I have another one? Uh, yeah, I'll say another one. Um, so I, I won't go into too much detail on this, but my daughter's been having a tougher time at school this year just with mm. it going online and going offline uh, yep. with some bullying issues and things like that. Um, but this week when she went to school yesterday, one of the things it's, it's a good and sad story. Sad story is her teacher is actually leaving. This uh -huh. is her last week. Um, and a new teacher's coming in just the way that how they hire teachers, like a permanent teacher has to come in. So that was kind of heartbreaking because my daughter really, really, really loved her. Yeah. Um, but on, but yesterday at school, we had a snow day today and tomorrow she's got a PA day. Uh, but yesterday at school, she came home. And it was the first time in a long time. She's like, I had a really good day at school today. Nice. And how can you not love that? Just I'm happy for that, man. Like just Yeah, totally. She's gone through a lot since we moved up here, like moving into a new town, into a new school and having to make new friends, doing it during a pandemic. Oh god. Like, yeah. And she start like she literally her first day at her new school was the first day of kids being in an online learning so she never got to meet anyone in her grade three class never got to meet her teacher just so it's it's nice when she comes home from something that hasn't necessarily had the best light shot on it from a school perspective say like hey i had a really good day at school today yeah totally means a lot man means a lot and like just proud of her for like pushing through negative shit and all that stuff that's awesome good for her and honestly yeah. good for you guys too for being able to kind of stick through it too so yeah it's something you don't it's something you never want to deal with as parents you never think you're going to have to deal with as parents and when you do um it's taxing man oh for sure it's so tough. hopefully this is the the light at the end of the tunnel now and yeah i hope on so, from there man. i hope so um yeah, it'll be, she's got her new teacher starting in class next week. So it'll be interesting to see how she adjusts and, and all that stuff. But nice. Uh, yeah, was a nice way for her to end her school week to say that her last day in school was a good day. So that's good. Yeah. My, uh, my second one is a lot more frivolous than your second one. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> My second one has to do with the announcement I promised. I have decided to put myself out there and really kind of step outside my comfort zone. Uh, this is something that two years ago, four years ago, hell, 10 years ago, I probably never would have even imagined of doing or attempting. But I figured at this point, fuck it, I'm going to go for it. Um, there is a certain clothing retailer, uh, that is having a model search. It is Mr. Big and Tall. 
and they are looking for a few models and i've decided frigate why not go for it yes sir so, there are certain rules that i have to go by when i am going to jump into this contest uh I'm going to set up an Instagram account. Well, I, I should say I have an Instagram account set up. Um, I'm going to be posting pictures on the weekend. Um, I would really love it if you guys could help me out by like liking the posts, maybe, you know, tagging Mr. Big and Tall in there, stuff like that. I've got the their business uh, Instagram handle in my bio for this. Um, it's not one of those situations where I have to have a bunch of likes on a photo or anything like that, but I'm hoping that if I get those likes, or you know helps. tagging on it it'll get their attention yes um so any help you could give me with this would be awesome um good, so yeah. you, man. good for you i figured might as well do something different get myself out there and what's the worst that's gonna happen they say no you're ugly as sin get the fuck out of here which we already do <laughs> yeah exactly so <laughs> it's like i'm joking so so why the fuck do i care <laughs> i'm right. joking bud. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you <laughs> i am a homely motherfucker oh but hey stop it. that's not for me to decide stop. that's for them to decide all right all right but yes you will of course have the support i hope so so the bods any any support would be appreciated um the twitter handle is the underscore neil underscore world the neil underscore world the underscore neil underscore world i'm gonna find you right now mike's the, look at me the me underscore neil underscore world world people on instagram oh, on it oh, i'm not on instagram never mind i thought i was looking on twitter no it's on instagram man oh well i don't have instagram it's an instagram only contest Okay, well, those who have Instagram, double up my vote because I don't have Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Find a way. Somebody create a fake account for Mike. Yeah. Mike <laughs> underscore podcast. I would love to see how someone would post on behalf of me. Oh, God, this is going to be scary. I, keep it, legit, keep it legal, folks. Yeah, keep it like, don't tarnish my name. That if like I run my own business and like I am the product, so if, if people are looking me up, <laughs> oh gosh, oh this is gonna be horrible. Just be kind. Anyway. I can have fun with it. I can own it, but yeah, you know. But this is so. This is my other bit of like happy. I'm kind of happy that I'm getting out of my comfort zone a bit and trying something different. Yeah, so I get it, man. Good for you. It's a little nerve wracking too. I'm not gonna lie. Cause I actually have to like, I have to get my wife's help. My wife. Thank you very much uh, <laughs> to take some photos for me. So yeah. I like you, man. Yeah. You won't say that after you see them. No, I'll... I don't know. I don't know what to expect when doing boudoir photos, but you know, you're just going to be pulling Costanzas. Oh, just, <laughs> it's going to be unreal. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna get the chaise lounge out the one leg far stretched out straight maybe arms on it steel. what my profile on the neo world on instagram references el tigre, tigre. yeah and turning left 
<laughs> so oh, you can go check it out. Um, now, that's our happiness segment. And as you can tell, we're both pretty happy after that. Yeah, now, that, was, now we're that was a nice, I don't even want to say U-turn. That was a nice, just turn on, turn on the Bourbon Street. Yes, it's, it's good to kind of do a bit of a check-in. Absolutely. We might ruin that now with a segment that we haven't done in a while. But it's time to bring in some cash or trash. And now, it's time for cash or trash. It is. Yay! I'm just logging into my favorite site to make sure I can have mine up. All right. So, (laughs) for cash and trash. We each have some product. Um, I believe Mike. I have one. You have one? I do. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead first if that's cool with you. Let's see it, brother. All right. Let me make sure that mine is good to go because I've got two. And I want to make sure that we're good to go here. Yep. So this is my first one. And this is uh, Amazon, but it's American. It is the Quirky Egg Minder Wink app. It is an egg tray for your fridge that keeps track of how many eggs you have. It holds up to 14 eggs, Mike. There's an app that you download on your phone that if you're in the middle of the grocery store and you're not sure how many eggs you have, you can go into your app and it will tell me tell you how many eggs you have. So at first, I I kind of like smirked when you brought yeah. this up because I have this, but I it's, it doesn't have any of the smartphone stuff. Like I have that like that egg thing, that egg container for my fridge. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think it holds twelve or fourteen eggs or whatever yeah. it is. Um, so I thought it was that at first, which made me give me something. <laughs> it's definitely cash because I have one. Who in the fuck needs an egg tray that connects to your phone and counts your eggs for you? Yes. Somebody who's all about the protein, bro, getting swole. <laughs> okay. Wait, how much is it? Right there is your price. $14.50 for an egg tray that connects to my phone. Yes. That tells me how many eggs I have left so that if I'm grocery shopping and I want to buy more eggs. Yeah. Oh, and not not just how many eggs you have as well. It tells you when they're going to go bad. Probably based on when they were put in. Exactly. And it has an in-tray LED light that indicates the oldest egg, Mike. So, you know, like, if I, I just bought a new fridge. Yes. I think we talked about this. Yes. Yeah, um, and fridges are expensive. And oh, you yeah. don't realize how expensive they can be when you look at things like smart fridges. This is something I would expect to be like baked into a smart fridge. 
I guess this is like an entry point for people that want to have like a smart fridge or smart food style. Okay. I guess. But I mean, like, so there's only so many. There's, I can't justify having a phone, an app on my phone for eggs. (laughs) I mean, this thing has almost 600 ratings and it's only rated two and a half stars that's uh, probably to be expected can this product be used as an incubator i like to count my chickens before they hatch jesus (laughs) (laughs) was this product designed to drive sufferers of ocd insane holds 14 eggs and yet eggs are sold in by are sold by the dozen that's true. Yes. Like, that's kind of like, why the fuck would you, like, why? Yeah. Is this so? Is this just for chicken eggs? Can I say, put dog eggs in it? Will it work for brown eggs? The image only shows white eggs. A, a lot of questions. I guess there yeah. are a lot of people that care about the types of eggs or just they, they, their egg carrying regimen. Okay, will will the running low on eggs feature be interfered with when being handled by a woman in her mid-30s? And the answer is, while a woman in her mid-30s may be running low on her own eggs, it should not interfere with chicken eggs. What the fuck? The device does not, at current development, monitor a woman's eggs and may be in an upcoming model. That's obviously a joke. Someone back I mean, yeah, I get it, but Jesus. That's again. Okay, this okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is kind of telling. That comment was back from 2014. Yeah. Smart fridges back in 2014, not a thing. That's fair. This is something that like I could see people kind of getting into because it's like, oh cool, I got an app on my phone that helps me track my eggs. The app you download costs five dollars. Five dollars a month for the app. Are you kidding me? Four ninety nine a month for a monthly subscription to the app, just to keep tabs on your egg situation in your fridge. This is uh, this is trash. Okay. Even without knowing about the 499 monthly subscription let's pretend we didn't know about that what would your answer would have still been trash. still trash yeah. okay i so don't the, i don't i like for me personally i like eggs i don't love eggs where i need to track them i'd rather have like i'd rather like learn how to like um open the fridge and check for yourself well there's that um <laughs> What's the with meat? Where I would rather like have an app to like dry age meat, or like if I got into sous vide and I had to cook something for like thirty six hours. All right, totally down with that. Specifically for the maintenance of my eggs, no, 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 thank you. Yeah, I get it. That's yeah, that's no. All right, well, I mean, that's my first product. You want to see mine? Hell yeah. Okay. 
I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to put it up. All right. Okay. The title of this, it's, it's from AliExpress. Four-piece fashion unisex funny grass clips, adorable flower mushroom grass sprout, be an antenna, hairpins, headwear, hair claw clip clamp. That's a mouthful. It basically looks like you're sprouting a... Like a bean sprout. A bean sprout from your head. Okay. So it's like a black hair clip. And like glued to the top of it is just a fake plastic green bean sprout. Yep. Um, They sell for, depending... Anywhere from fifty-seven cents to a dollar fifteen for four of them. Um, basically like twenty-five to thirty cents for each one of these, and you get four. You know what? For that price, I'd say cash. Here's what it looks like. Yeah, you know what? I'd say cash. So okay. Mainly because I'm thinking, like, there's got to be some little kid out there that would think that these are hilarious. Right? Somewhere. I'm just saying. So, like, a a niece or nephew, eventually, that you could just kind of, you know, here you go, kid. Want some grass growing from your head? Here, (laughs) put this on before you go home. Your parents will think it's hilarious. That's true. It's it's really fucking silly. It is just stupid fun, right? And it's and cheap, stupid fun. Like That's you, the thing. You get four of them. I'm gonna let's see. Yeah, if you get them from oh, if you get them from the US, there's only two left. <laughs> yeah. But you can get it for 57 cents. Or if yeah. you get them from China, you're gonna pay a buck 70 in shipping and a buck 15 for four pieces. It's still cheap stupid fun. you're paying under four bucks i mean yeah, don't get me they look fun. fun they look ridiculous but for that price point agreed yeah totally agreed i've spent i guarantee i've spent like a buck and change on stupider things oh we've put quarters in those little quarter machines at the front of like department stores and stuff like that oh yeah did you ever go into a dairy queen and they had like one of those tanks with the water in it and they had a shot glass on the bottom and you had to drop a coin in and if the coin landed in the liquid in the shot glass you got a free blizzard i don't remember that oh it was tricky as hell man but my point is I wasted so much change on one of those things. I could have had like 20 of these. We're in the wrong business. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm serious. Like you look at like, you think back in the day, maybe it's a ser- It's not nearly as big as it is now, but like department stores back in the day, like Simpsons, Sears, Eaton's, yeah. Wolco, um, Kmart, fuck even giant tiger like yeah woolworths woolworths yeah consumers distributing even consumers distributing these places when you would walk in would have these like two-tiered 
quarter machines for like candy or bouncy balls or like sticky hands that you would like the best like one of all wall. time yeah. was the one with that fucking rooster in the middle and you would put your quarter in and the rooster would like spin around a bit and it would cluck or not a rooster sorry it was a chicken a chicken in the middle and it would spin around and then after it was done doing its little spinning thing and clucking an egg would drop down I don't remember. I we never. I will see if I can find it on YouTube. Okay. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. It was the most mesmerizing thing as a kid. Oh my god, love that thing. But yes, all those vending, all machines. those, all those. They're not. Even, they're fucking containers that you put a yeah. quarter in. Like the amount of money that if you have, if you own one of those for like probably ten years, you've probably paid them over thousands of times oh yeah and those choose gums things where you oh. put in a nickel you got a handful and it was good for like three seconds yeah like uh, yeah yeah no totally we're in the wrong business man why are we fucking podcasting we should be fucking candy connoisseurs or candy fucking swingers and department store. oh that just sounds so wrong candy swingers fucking hell i know all about that that sounds like a really bad stripper name Candy swingers. <laughs> all right. So this one's definitely a catch. Okay. Yeah. I'm all for that one. Cheap, stupid fun. It's yeah. You, you can't. If it was one for like four bucks. Yeah. I'd pass yeah. on it. But four, four for less than two bucks. For, yeah. Plus shipping. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. No. Who cares? Yeah. And you get it on. You get it. April 9th. Yeah. You'll get Just it in, in time. three months from now. Just okay. in time for Easter. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. You get cares? your little bean sprout. That's what she said. <laughs> what do you got next? I got my second product. And like this, I'm not going to say anything about it, but I'd like you to tell the people what you see. All right. What do you see there, Mike? This is a hit time fun runny nose shower gel dispenser. Basically, what it is is imagine like you're at a gym or at a health club, hotel pool, place that has a has its own little locker room. And you go into the shower facilities, and usually on the wall, there's like a box that has two buttons, one for shampoo, one for conditioners. Instead of this box, it's a nose. And if you press on one nostril, I'm assuming you get shampoo. And if you press on the other nostril, I'm assuming you get conditioner. So, yeah, it is, it is a soap dispenser in the shape of a giant nose that you attach to your shower wall. Hoo-wee on Amazon, too. Yeah. This is this is like now, Amazon. This is out of stock at the moment, but I will tell you that it is the same price roughly as my previous product. It averages 15 bucks or less. To have a giant nose inside your shower. Yeah. That dispenses uh where's let's is a shower gel. Shower gel. Yeah. It God. is only one because if you take a look at this second picture here, you can see there's a hole in one nostril for dispensing, but there isn't in the other. 
So it's does that entire nose hold all of that shower? It's shower, so shower gel, not soap. They say shower gel, but I'm sure you could put whatever liquid you want in there. That's an interesting. Not to get into your shower routine, are you a, a bar of soap guy or are you a shower gel guy? Oh no, I'm a shower gel guy. I'm a bar of soap guy. Yeah, no, totally shower gel guy. With the the loofah. Oh, you got to use the loofah. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Totally understandable. Um, and I'm actually, I I'm specific usually to a couple brands. Like I'm pretty brand loyal. I don't deviate too much. So, so yeah, I stick to usually either uh, Dove or Old Spice. Old Spice has made a pretty good turn. Yeah. The- uh, and in terms of deodorant, I'm usually, uh, I made the conversion about three years ago and I haven't looked back. I'm a spray deodorant guy now. Interesting. I, I used to be an antiperspirant guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was and me then, before too. And then I got into the deodorant guy and now I'm full on deodorant guy. Yeah. No, there's some pretty good spray ones out there. So, and again, same brand for me as the soaps. So interesting. Yeah. Anyway, back to the giant nose <laughs> on your shower wall. For 15 I would, bucks. I would say this is trash. A, for 15 I'm, bucks? Well, not A, I don't use shower gel. Okay. Let's say you could have this and put it somewhere on your bathroom wall or a giant mirror or something like that for a soap dispenser. No. I mean, it's hilarious. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to sway me right now. I'm just trying to see what you. It think. is hilarious, but no, it's it's trash. Okay, fair enough. What would you say? This would be a perfect gag gift for someone. It's fifteen oh, bucks. It's oh, a giant. It's a giant nose. I'd be all over it. It's got a, almost a four star rating out of 169 ratings. It's pretty so. Yeah, it is. Um, in terms of like, and it's a decent size too. Like, if you look at some of the pictures, it's the size of someone's hand. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, uh, in terms of wow, like they some say it's low quality that the soap drips out. Oh no, you got a runny nose. What are you gonna do? All right. Some say it's. Smaller more, than they expected and more, more orange. orange. More Trump. Yeah, it's a Trump nose. Well, no, if it was, it'd probably be full of fucking crushed Adderall. But, but yeah, there's a nose. So, yeah, it would be good for a laugh. Wait, go wouldn't... back. Go back. One more. Don't buy this expecting actually to use it, but it's good for a laugh. I would hope so. Yeah, that's all I would look for. Like, I would hope that this is something like, yeah, I'll go to shoppers. I'll buy like a cheap thing of like shower gel. I'll hang this in my shower. Yeah. And then it runs out. Or if I never use it, I'll just take it down and it's done. Yeah, whatever. That's all it is. Like you attach it to a bathroom wall. You leave it up there. Maybe you buy some comical big plastic glasses and put that on your wall too. Yeah. Right. Like just something stupid. The people complaining that it's smaller than they thought. 
why Dude. why why would you want it bigger yeah you literally just bought a giant fake nose off of amazon what were you expecting i do you don't. want it to be lifelike <laughs> i i don't get it all right so we had two trashes and a cash two trashes and the cash not bad not bad for our first kick at the can for that for a while we haven't done that one in a bit yeah that one has it's it has been a while since we've done a little cnt yeah totally we'll see and see there that's it for this episode man oh just like that i know right that was a fun we went one. from like we went all the way from like raging to like you know what do you mean that fake nose isn't good enough for you <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun one it's just so stupid it is God. it really is make sure you check us out on social media uh make sure just look up podcast on any social media platform including uh, twitch yeah including twitch maybe even vine one day if they bring back vine that will be fantastic except tiktok we're not on tiktok yet mike's gonna get mike's gonna get going on that and he's gonna start doing some dances and it's gonna be fan freaking fantastic nope maybe i'll go on twitch tonight you never know See, look at that. Uh, if you're going to really follow us on social media, Twitter's probably your best bet. That's where we're the most active. 100%. Um, and that's where Mike is going to be dropping anything about our live Twitch streams. So follow us on Twitter mostly. So just look up Bodcast on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us individually on Bodcast. Our user handles are on the Bodcast page there so you can't miss it you can check us out on our website podcast.com uh we also have a couple playlists going on there so you can check us out there and lastly mike any parting words oh you know what after all of the well two things after all the bullshit that's been happening in ottawa this week um a i can't remember the name of it i should have pulled this up uh there was there's a, a homeless shelter kitchen that is primary that's there like specifically to serve underprivileged people and people that are homeless. Um, and a lot of those in this freedom convoy have been trying to use those means to feed themselves. Uh, so the supplies are pretty low there. I, I think um, if you find them on Twitter, if you could donate to them, I think it's a well worth to do that to make sure that those in Ottawa uh, who don't have the opportunity to have a, a full meal uh, continue to be able to have a resource to do that. Um, so that and man, just be good to each other. There you go. There you go. Mike's final words. Uh, my final word for the episode before we go, I'm pretty sure Cyril Sneer's penis is on his face. So that's not nose, folks. That's his sneering pecker. So just going to leave that there. There you go. All right. Have a good week, everyone. We'll be back next week. Later, bud.